what do you call it when you are singing in the shower and get soap in your mouth? A soap opera. (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 98 of Starting Sustainability, and I am your host, Kaylin Chenoweth. Another crazy week has gone by. (laughs) I'm sure you're all feeling the same. (laughs) But hey, I wanted to share something interesting that happened this week. I got some fan mail from a lovely listener named Tara. She reached out to me on Instagram and she says, Hi there. I have enjoyed listening to you for the past several months as I am also on this journey and was looking for more. Just FYI for the people, so this is why I'm sharing it with you. The store called Marshalls has a lot of sustainability items for great price. I think you used to live in Florida, so you may know of it. I do. I do. I absolutely love Marshalls. (laughs) These are some of the things that I found there. Wool dryer balls, silicone bags, beeswax wrap, reusable paper towels, bamboo dish brush, natural toothpaste in a tube made from plant-based material. I need to go check that out. Bamboo toothbrushes and floss picks made from plant-based material. Unfortunately, I already owned most of these items from ordering them on Amazon for much more money, and I wish I had known it was all right down the street at my local Marshalls. Maybe this can help others. Thank you very much, Tara, for reaching out and sharing that. And I'm sure that will help a lot of others because we're all starting this journey and it's very convoluted at the beginning and you're trying to sort out where to get things, what things to get, what things should I reuse? And (laughs) sometimes it's a hot mess. (laughs) So there you have it, Sustainer Nation. Your fellow Sustainer Tara has your back. And now it's time to catch up with Kaylin. What have I been up to lately? Surviving. I feel like I'm just in survival mode. I'm just trying to get through the day every day. (laughs) So (laughs) if you're just now tuning in, my work has really, really ramped up because we're reopening a bunch of cafes. And so the the last, it feels like the last eternity, but I think the reality is only six weeks. For the last six weeks, life has been completely upside down in my world. And I'm just like trying to get by day by day, literally. Sometimes it's hour by hour, (laughs) but we are getting there. We're almost done. Somehow, my husband and I did manage to get another date night in this past weekend. We went to a local Japanese steakhouse, the kind where they cook all the food in front of you and do a whole bunch of tricks. Hibachi, that's what it's called, hibachi style. My husband had never been and was very impressed with the entertainment and food. And then we went to the Columbus Philharmonic concert, and it was an intergalactic-themed concert where they played music from Space Odyssey, Star Wars, Apollo 13, and E.T. It was extremely entertaining, and yes, I did stay awake the whole time (laughs) compared to last week when we went to play, and I totally fell asleep in the middle of it. And I'm very excited because today is September 22nd, and I'm recording. I should have recorded a few days ago, but like I said, my world is really crazy right now. So I'm just, <laughs> it's literally, I set my alarm for 5 a.m. So I'd wake up an hour early and record because I'm not able to do it during my lunch breaks anymore. But that means tomorrow is September 23rd. What is so special about September 23rd? Hmm. It's my birthday. Woo. Celebration for me. You'll have to tune in next week to see how the celebration went and hopefully I get some really cool sustainably related gifts that I'll be able to use and test out and give review and update you on what works and what doesn't work. 
And that is all the catch up for now. Short and sweet this week. I was too busy being pulled in a whole bunch of other directions. But that does mean we are now onto the topic of the week, which is Castile soap. What is it? What is Castile soap? I see it all the time on blogs and on different sustainability groups and Facebook. Everybody loves Castile soap. And I have no idea what the heck Castile soap is. Why is it so important? What do you do with it? How does it help the environment? So we're going to break all of that down for you right now. First, let's review what soap is. Traditional soap. To make soap, normal, regular soap, you just need a few key ingredients. Water, lye, the active cleaning ingredient, and fat. Do you remember the movie Fight Club? First rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. So I won't talk about it anymore. But in that movie, there's a scene where Brad Pitt and Ed Norton break in to a liposuction company and they go to the dumpsters and they steal all of the lard, all of the human fat from the liposuction procedures. Sorry, it's funny and gross at the same time. No, traditional soap is not made from human fat. That is really just a Hollywood storyline. But soap is made from fat found in animal milk, like cow's milk or goat's milk, and other animal fat sources like lanolin, gelatin, lard, and tallow. Also, animal oils like emu oil, fish oil, mink oil, all of these can be used when making soap. Vegan soaps, on the other hand, are made with plant-based oils like cocoa butter, olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil, and there's a whole bunch of other, but it's plant-based oils. Of all of the vegan soaps out there, Castile soap is the most popular, and we're about to learn why. I went digging and I found some really cool historical information in regards to Castile soap. And this came from www.soaphistory.net. During the 11th century, way, way back when, crusaders went to Syria and encountered caravans filled with Aleppo soap. That's A-L-E-P-P-O, Aleppo soap. And that's named after the city of Aleppo in Syria and saw how it was made during their stay in the Holy Lands. Upon returning home to Europe, they brought with them large quantities of the various new products like the soap and started discovering ways how to create those products or close variations of them using ingredients and tools that they had in Europe. After Aleppo soap came into Europe and started revolutionizing public sanitation and personal hygiene, which was a serious problem back in the Middle Ages, they just had minor things like smallpox, leprosy, measles, typhus, and you know, the Black Plague, also known as the bubonic plague. All terrible things. So yes, soap was a fantastic thing for them to discover at that point in time. At first, production of local European soap was localized to the Mediterranean area, which slowly started spreading with the arrival of Muslim soap makers to Spain and Italy during the 12th century. It was with their dedication and inventions that organized European production came into full life, enabling Spanish cities of, and I'm so sorry I'm about to butcher all of these names because I'm not really sure how to pronounce them, Malaga, Carthagene, Castile, right there, that one, Castile, Alicante, and then Italian cities such as Savone, Genoa, Naples, and Venice to become soap export centers of the entire European area. And among all of those early European-made soaps, one managed to distinguish itself by its high quality and ability to clean better than all the others, and that was Castile soap. And it got its name from Castile, Spain. 
Castile soap managed to establish such popularity because this Spanish city had an abundance of olive oil, a crucial ingredient that was used in the production of their high-quality soap. The original recipe for creation of Aleppo soap, remember that was the original soap that then they then tried to make Castile soap from. So the Aleppo soap required use of laurel oil, but because they are now over in Europe, that was really hard to get a hold of. So they had to use olive oil because that's what they had on hand. And the Castile city had very easy access to olive oil that enabled for the creation of a pure white soap that was very mild and effective. And these features of Castile soap, in addition to retaining pure white composition as it aged, made it very popular initially with the Spanish royalty and later on with other royal houses of Europe. Once you get in with the royals, you are good to go after that. <laughs> I mean, that was like their celebrities of the time. If you can get a celebrity endorsement, your product sells. And as centuries went by, Castile soap traveled over Europe, managing to enter into the England market during the mid-1500s when it was then imported in high qualities via the sea. Even now, over half a millennia later, after it was originally created, Castile soap represents one of the best natural and biodegradable soaps that can be manufactured by hand. It is a great soap for washing your body, laundry, hair, can be safely used by children, and does not lose potency with time. It is extremely versatile, multi-use. That's why it's loved so much. It can be used everywhere and it's so safe. Let's break down some of the uses of Castile soap. Now I got all this information from www.treehugger.com. In that article, it goes on to explain, since the 16th century, production of Castile soap has evolved to include other plant-based oils, such as coconut, palm kernel, hemp, and jojoba, which gives soap makers greater control over properties such as lather, but the soap remains free from animal fats, making it ideal for vegans. And no, you do not have to be 100% vegan to use this soap. <laughs> you can still support the vegan lifestyle without being 100% vegan. I will admit that I do that. I still eat meat every once in a while. I don't do it often, but I do still do it, especially if my husband's cooking. I'm not going to get upset at him for cooking dinner for me. So I will eat it and be polite. <laughs> but I do many meals without meat, without animal products, and in terms of non-food products, I go vegan as much as I possibly can. Castile soaps come in many different scents, both in liquid and bar form. Liquid tends to be more popular because it's way easier to use, but the bar soap is cheaper. So if you are penny conscious like I am, you'll get the bar soap like me. And don't worry, there is a trick. You can convert the bar soap into liquid form. It's very simple. You can just chop or grate a five ounce bar, soak it in four cups of water for about 24 hours, and then blend it at a low speed for about 30 seconds and store it in a little glass jar. Bada bing, bada boom, liquid soap. And this resulting soap has a creamy consistency that differs from regular liquid Castile soap, but it is still a very strong cleaner. And you can find Castile soap in well-stocked grocery stores and bulk food stores. The most well-known and widely distributed brand is... I'm sure most of you already know this, <laughs> Dr. Bronner's. <laughs> but many soap companies have their own versions of Castile soap. The first use of Castile soap is dish soap. Castile soap is great at cutting through greasy dishes, and it gets an A from the Environmental Working Group for being a product of low concern. You can make a washing solution with one part Castile soap and 10 parts water, 
Or if you want a simpler method like what I do, you just put a little generous squirt of the concentrated liquid right into the hot water. (laughs) Now it won't create a whole bunch of suds, but your dishes will be sparkling clean. And then you just rinse it well because you want to get the soap off before you eat your next food dish. It'll be safe to eat. It just will taste a little funny. Note, this does not go in the dishwasher. You can only use the Castile soap for hand washing dishes. Only one time, back in like fifth grade, (laughs) did I decide to help my mom out and do the dishes while she was away at work. And we ran out of the dish machine soap. So then I used the next best thing, which was the Dawn soap, or it might have been Ajax soap. I don't really know, but it was the knockoff brand of (laughs) liquid soap. And a little while later, I came back into the kitchen to get a drink and discovered that the entire kitchen floor was completely covered in suds. It literally just like oozes out of the machine, (laughs) goes all over the whole floor. So then I did the next best thing. I put on socks and went skating all around the kitchen until mom got home. She was so thrilled I helped her. Number two, Castile soap is an all-purpose cleaner. You warm one quart water and add in one quarter cup of Castile soap. Mix it and pour it into a spray bottle. The end. You can use this to clean your counters, appliances, furniture, floor stains, dusty surfaces, and more. Spray and wipe it down with a clean cloth. And for more scrubbing powder, you can just sprinkle the surface with a little bit of baking soda before you spray it down. I don't think that baking soda gets enough credit for its cleaning capabilities. Most people just think of it for using it as an ingredient for desserts, but it is a very effective cleaner. Number three is laundry soap. Castile soap is not a typical detergent, but it can be used to clean clothes and bedding. Use one third cup per normal size load, or half of that for an HE or high efficiency washing machine. Then the directions are to add one half cup vinegar to the rinse cycle. And this is where I caution you, extreme caution. I have read multiple times to never use vinegar in your washing machine because it can eat away at the seals. And I can tell you firsthand, it is very expensive to replace the seals in your washing machine. Now I did not ruin mine with vinegar, but if you've listened in the past, you'll know that my dog ate my washing machine once and destroyed the seals all around the front loader door. (laughs) But the point is the same. Preserve your seals because it is a big pain in the butt to fix them. Now, an alternative solution that I do agree with is to hand wash your items in the sink or the tub. That's great if you only have like one or two items to wash because then you can use the Castile soap and then you can do that vinegar rinse to get that film off. My issue is not with Castile soap in the washing machine, it's with the vinegar. If you're going to make a homemade laundry detergent, look for a recipe that does not require vinegar. I'll be honest with you, I have never made my own home laundry detergent. I always buy laundry detergent. We do cloth diapers in this household and those things get dirty, stinky, nasty. And I want strong stuff that will clean them. (laughs) So I'm not stuck hand cleaning them. (laughs) Now the fourth use for Castile soap is for foaming hand soap. If you own a foaming soap dispenser, you can refill it with homemade formula. Mix two tablespoons liquid Castile soap, one half teaspoon olive oil or fractionated coconut oil, and a few drops of your preferred essential oil for a fragrance. And then top it off with water. Gently mix and it is ready to use. And this is a great solution for my house because my husband wants the foaming hand soap and I always want the bars because they're eco-friendly and cheaper and they last longer. (laughs) So this idea is perfect for us. It's a happy compromise. Yay, marriage. (laughs) Another way to use Castile soap is for a face and body wash. 
And it's very simple. We don't even really need a recipe here. You just take the Castile soap and do a couple of drops in your hand. Bada bing, bada boom. Put it on your face. The end. <laughs> you can also put it straight into the washcloth if you don't want to put it on your hand. And obviously after you lather up your face, rinse it off when you're done. And it's the exact same instructions for body wash. Just straight up Castile soap. Now if you want a fragrance, you're more than welcome to add in a couple of drops of essential oils just to give you some fragrance. But you can just use the straight up soap. You don't have to do any special recipes here. It could also be used as a makeup remover. You just mix equal parts Castile soap, some type of oil like fractionated coconut oil or almond oil, whichever one you want, and witch hazel. That's it. Those three ingredients in equal amounts and mix those up and that'll be an effective makeup remover that is also moisturizing. And of course, I recommend using a cloth makeup wipe <laughs> instead of the disposable cotton round. That would be more sustainable. And then when you're done, you just do a quick little rinse to get any residue off of your face. Now, me personally, I use the Norwex face wipes that only require water. So that way I don't have to make a recipe. But hey, if you want to go ahead and make up your own makeup remover, go for it. And we're already in the shower. So we're going to shave our legs for your armpits or if you're a guy, your face. Either way, Castile soap lathers beautifully and makes it ideal for shaving. And again, no recipe required. Just use the straight up soap, whether it's liquid or a bar, until you get a nice foamy lather, rub it around in the areas that you wanna shave, and you're done. I do know my sister Dawn does this. She does the Dr. Bronner's bar soap and she'll use that to shave her legs. I have yet to do it, and the reason is because I am still <laughs> using a old conditioner product. <laughs> So if you're just now tuning in and, or you don't remember, in the past I was on the hunt for an eco-friendly shaving cream. And I tried to make a shaving cream using a recipe that I found on the internet. This was like almost three years ago when I first started doing this. And it was a gigantic mess. It was a terrible, terrible recipe, terrible result. It was horrible. <laughs> it was ooey gooey, sticky, terrible. I then continued my hunt for a new way to shave my legs, trying to come up with some type of shaving cream substitute. In that process, I tried a few different things. And also in my past life, before I became eco-conscious, I was a couponer, so I would get buy one, get one free, have all the coupons, get things on sale, and so I would just load up on all sorts of household things, <laughs> household products, bathroom products, whatever, all sorts of things that were totally not eco-friendly, but I was getting them so cheap, and that was before I was woke to the environmental movement. And I was going through a minimalism phase and went through my closet and found another gigantic jug of conditioner. So I've been using that to shave my legs. So once I use that up, then my plan is to switch over to some Castile soap to shave my legs. The next use for Castile soap is homemade baby wipes. Now remember, baby wipes are not just for babies or for poopy bottoms. Baby wipes can be used for anything. Keep some in your car for a quick cleanup. And if you have kids who have sticky hands or barbecue sauce covered face, then these baby wipes are a lifesaver. It's basically a cloth wipe and you can buy special pre-made cloth wipes or you can cut up an old towel or washcloth, whatever it is that you want. You put them in an airtight container like an old baby wipes box or a plastic ice cream tub. And if that's too big, you can do a yogurt tub or a sour cream tub, whatever you've got on hand. <laughs> you just need something that will seal it tight. And you're gonna combine two tablespoons liquid Castile soap with two cups of hot water and then one tablespoon almond oil or whatever type of oil you want and one tablespoon baby lotion. Mix it all up, put it in the container, soak all of the cloth wipes in that liquid and then you can use them and you just keep them stored in that container. You can keep them in your car or in your diaper bag, just lying around your house for quick cleanup, whatever you want. <laughs> now I will warn you, 
if you leave them in the car in the summertime, that liquid will dry up real quick. <laughs> so then you just add a little bit of water to rehydrate it. And earlier we talked about how you can use Castile soap for body wash. That goes for your pets too. That's right, you can wet your dog's hair, add a squirt of liquid Castile soap, boom, done. Pet shampoo, that's all you gotta do. <laughs> Again, no recipe on this one. Woohoo! Just get a good little lather, rinse it thoroughly. You can also do this for your cat. However, most cats really hate water, so be prepared for that adventure. And the last use on this list, because there are still millions of uses for Castile soap. I even saw an article that was like 47 uses for Castile soap. I wasn't going to read you all 47 uses because you would have been asleep by now. But <laughs> this is the last like main thing that I think would be most applicable to all of the listeners. And it is plant care. If you're having trouble with bugs on your plants, whether it's indoor house plants or outdoor garden plants, just mix one tablespoon Castile soap with one quart of water and spray it on the leaves to deter the pests. That's it. I'm pretty sure I need to do this now that I'm a gardening expert. My lettuce is getting chomp chomped at. <laughs> so this is my next plan now that I have learned about this. Like I said, there are still many, many more uses for Castile soap. These are the ones that I picked to kind of get you started. Castile soap is very popular because of the multi-use, but also because of its eco-friendliness. It cleans as effectively as many conventional chemical-laden formulas minus the environmental hazards. The soap is biodegradable and free from synthetic preservatives, detergents, and foaming agents. For anyone wishing to reduce their personal chemical burden, yeah, remember when we learned about that in episode 96, additional landfill problems? <laughs> or if you're just wanting to minimize children's or pets' exposure to harsh cleaning substances, Castile soap is a great choice. The fact that it is made entirely from vegetable oils rather than animal fats is very attractive. And Dr. Bronner's liquid soap containers are made from 100% post-consumer recycled plastic. Now I get that plastic is bad, but recycled plastic isn't as bad, but if it still bothers you, then just go for the bar soap version. Like I said earlier, it's cheaper too. Castile soap is a highly concentrated liquid that can be purchased in large quantities, which cuts down on cost and packaging waste. Dr. Bronner, for example, sells its liquid soap in containers as big as one gallon, and many zero-waste and refillery stores offer Castile soap on tap, allowing shoppers to refill their own containers. If you are lucky enough to have a bulk store near you, please support it. I wish that I had these stores near me, and I'm very jealous <laughs> and happy for you <laughs> if you do have the luxury of bulk stores. For people concerned about buying large amounts, it keeps for three years. So don't worry about it losing its efficacy while sitting underneath your sink. There are so many potential uses for Castile soap. You will definitely find ways to use it all up. Dr. Bronner's soaps in particular, and I keep talking about Dr. Bronner's because they are the most popular. These soaps are so loved because of their multiple uses, eco-friendliness and affordability and their ethical production. Now, I don't know about all Castile soaps, but I do know Dr. Bronner's has really set the bar high with its production standards. Dr. Bronner's Castile soaps are made with fair trade and organic certified ingredients sourced from Sri Lanka, Ecuador, Palestine, India, Kenya, Ghana, and more. Farmers are taught regenerative agricultural practices to improve soil quality, paid living wages, and ensured good working conditions. These initiatives are part of the community's goals to prove that ethical production can be scaled to meet growing global demand 
while continuing to improve quality of life for farmers in developing countries and remain free from chemical herbicides, pesticides, and GMOs. In other words, while using these soaps, your conscience can be as clean as your home and body. Don't feel like you have to use Dr. Bronner's soap. I know I talked about them a lot, but I swear they are not a sponsor. I'm not getting paid to talk about them. I just know that they're a good company with well-received products that are loved by many. Any vegan soap in eco-friendly packaging is great for the environment. So there you have it. Hopefully I've motivated you to go buy some Castile soap or vegan soap of any kind. Oh yeah, weekly challenge time. I'm not even gonna draw a card, I'm gonna go rogue again. (laughs) Because I already know what I want you to do this week. I want you to take a look at your soap, all the soap that you have in your house, and see what it's made from. Is it a vegan soap already? Go ahead and use up what you already have because you already bought it, so tossing into the trash can isn't actually saving anything. Use up what you already have, and then when it's time to replace it, start looking for vegan soaps, and look for eco-friendly packaging. That is your challenge of the week. Next week on the show, tune in to find out how my birthday celebration went. And I got a chance to meet with an idol of mine, someone who really inspired me. And it was also the first time that I was nervous for an interview. She is the founder and CEO of One Million Women, a global movement of women and girls who take practical action to fight climate change by changing the way they live. She is also the Australian Geographic Society's 2017 Conservationist of the Year. Tune in next week to hear my interview with Natalie Isaacs. That is all for today, Sustainer Nation. Yet another wonderful episode on the books. I'm so honored to continue to do this podcast and to help you learn your way through the starting, 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 starting sustainability journey. (laughs) I'm totally going to go with it now. Have a wonderful and starting day. (laughs) I will see you all next week. Bye. There are so many wonderful people doing amazing things around the globe. If you want to hear more about what we're doing down under, jump on over to Unfuck Your Shopping Cart, a podcast who speaks to companies who have the eco thing down pat with some simple tips and hints on how you or your workplace can make small changes that can add up to a whole lot. Together, we can start a movement and make this planet a whole lot greener.